So we're all in Zoom now? You're not in Skype, Andrew? No, Zoom. Zoom's good. Yeah, Skype, Skype has been banished once more. Okay. That was a shock. That was the only way I knew I was recording with the wrong session was that Skype loaded up. Hmm. I had to install Skype just again the other week. Uh, it's been a long time since I've used Skype. It's pretty garbage. Yeah. I can't remember the Skype ringtone. Can you do that for us? Yeah. Doesn't it go dun, 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 something like that? Yeah, that's it. I've got Teams in my brain now. I struggle <laughs> to remember the Skype one. What does Teams do? Dun, 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 dun. Isn't it? I don't know. I hardly ever use Teams for calls. They really put a lot of money into that, that tune creation, it sounds like. Yeah, they used my voice. Exactly. That's what you <laughs> they do. just recorded you. We got this guy. He's in Hong Kong. He's really into it. We're pretty sure this is going to be the this is the one. Yeah, we're going to use his voice. <laughs> I don't feel like 25% enthusiasm. I can't even imagine using Skype for literally anything ever since 1997. Like, why? Well, I was trying to find something. I was trying to find something that was free and you could just do a quick VoIP recording with. And really, if you narrow it down, you don't want to use Teams because that's corporate garbage hmm. and too hard for just a couple of people to record a conversation. Zoom, you've got the, if you're not paying for it, you've got the 40 minute timeout. Which is fine for us because now we're tight 25. Yeah, so. yeah. In and out. Jitsi is yeah. like unreliable. What'd you call me? <laughs> Do you think Skype still works on purpose or they just like don't really understand how to turn it off at this point? I just don't think they know they have it in their suite. I think it's just the little <laughs> sites just out, out there. They've forgotten all that. It's like snake's hair. In Homer's brain, it's just so firmly entrenched like a disease that you can't get rid of it. Yeah. It's like every every week there's probably a meeting when they're like, okay, let's kill this server. And then they wait and they're like, damn it. Nope, it's still going. They don't know the passwords. <laughs> they can't log in. That guy left. Andrew, when you're messaging in Skype or setting up a call for NBL Pocket Podcast, do you write stuff like Ruffle the Mayo or Love You Babe and that sort of stuff? <laughs> like an old messenger? It's not MSN Messenger, okay? I think you have to. Yeah, but it has that spirit. It does. I just want to be clear. I've only used Skype once. It was a new experiment, okay? So it's, and it wasn't good. It, it, it really wasn't good. So if anybody has any ideas for a good VoIP app for podcasting, <laughs> because clearly we've only been doing this for like, doing this show for 97 episodes, we don't know what we're doing. Speaking of 97 episodes, should we mention what happened last time? I'm afraid to mention it. Do you know what happened the last time it was mentioned? Man, that was a moment. Quick heart-to-heart uh, -heart here. Which of you thought that episode 97 was a good idea? I did. Because I thought it was going to be... I thought it was going to be the worst-rated episode ever by a long shot. Really? Turns out, not the case. What happened? Can you can can somebody walk us through like a, like a crime scene? You know, what can you can you reconstruct what happened here from the release of episode 097 to today? Can someone do that, please? I'll step in. Yeah, please do. Also, I forgot brought to you by Daryl Lee. Daryl Lee, authentic Australian licorice. 
and they write Australian on it. Is that because that's in America? Yeah, they never mention Australian on our licorice, do they? They just say Daryl Lee licorice. Get the all sorts. Well, that'd be redundant, wouldn't it? You know where you are. Mm, yum. I want some We now. have a con going on here, though. I, sorry, side tangent with licorice. So everyone knows that Australia has the best licorice. That's just common mm. knowledge to everyone. So what happened to me the other day is I went and bought some Daryl Lee Australian licorice, the best licorice. And I was feeling a little bit licorice curious. And there was another brand hanging on the on the wall next to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to mention its name. That's that's how mad I am about this. It had a kangaroo on the bag. Okay. Well, everyone knows Australia is known, like, if they're known for anything, it's licorice, right? I mean, that's synonymous. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think it's on the flag. More than kangaroos. Yeah. yeah. Coat of arms. And then... This other bag with a kangaroo on it. What am I going to think? Well, probably this is more delicious Australian licorice. So I buy it, don't even look at it, throw it in the thing, bring it home. It's awful. It's awful licorice. Mm -hmm. Turn the package around. Made in the USA. So angry. (laughs) So angry. How are you going to put a kangaroo on there and take, you know, you know what you're doing when you did that. It's just, it's just, it's a lie. And I just, I feel that this should go, this should not go unpunished. Was the kangaroo icon to scale or anatomically correct? Yes. Was there something odd about the kangaroo? No, it was fine. No, it looked like a normal kangaroo. Yeah, that's deceptive. Everything checked out. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh wait, why is that kangaroo like five legs? No, it was, they knew what they were doing with this, frankly. So stop that. And uh, licorice only comes from Australia. So there you go. Daryl Lee, the finest. Well, that was very helpful context. Yeah. For uh, the default discussion. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So we were having an iMessage chat and we were throwing around ideas of something fun to do. And we came up with this idea of, oh, what if we did this challenge to see who has the most default apps? Now, normally I'm pinned with this title. Andrew, maybe not so much you, but Jason was on the rise. He was Mm, adopting this as more of a lifestyle. And we thought, why not? We'll do this scoring system. And you took it your own way. I thought it would do well in the sense that people have views on this. We're called hemispheric views for a reason, because people have views. Sometimes they're hemispheric specific. Sometimes they're not. And people chat about it. And I thought, you know what? People have very strong opinions about this sort of thing. So I can see where you're coming from, Jason, that maybe it's like people don't want to listen to three white guys talking about which specific app icons sit on their screen. But turns out people do. What I did not appreciate was the level of blog posting and writing and sharing about this because I actually feel quite guilty and apologetic. I have not been able to keep up with it. I go to bed at night. I'm obviously in the wrong time zone. I wake up rushing to get ready for work and I go, oh my God, there has been all of this amazing discussion and sharing stuff in our Discord, stuff on Mastodon on Micro.blog. And I can't actually get to reading all of it. I can't answer all of it because there's way more than what I expected. So I'm personally thrilled with the amount of effort that listeners have gone to and sharing their default apps, but I can't actually keep up with it. And there's a certain listener, Rob from Ruminate, who 
has compiled the stuff and basically done our job for us in collecting. <laughs> he, he had no idea what he was signing up for. He thought, oh, I'll put five or six blogs in and then my job will be done. <laughs> wow. Yeah. As of this recording, isn't it like 90 something? No. Oh, no, my friend. No, no, no. Oh, no. I've lost track. We are well past the three digit mark. We are into oh, the See, 110. But I will, I have on good authority that it is actually 111. Rob just decided that he would uh, sleep, I guess, in between putting these on here. So there you go. Yeah, 111. That's a lot. 111. Which is probably going to be surpassed by the time this goes out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And this list, which of course will be in the show notes, this thing has, it just took on a life of its own. There was, it became like a chain letter or like a, um, Andrew said like a game of telephone because mm. you would, you would see each blog mm. would sort of like reference where they saw it or that where they saw it and then where that person saw it. And it just became mm. this like weird web of like how people found this. And I, I'm just amazed at how many people like got really into it. It started off pretty it started off way faster than i would have thought right there was there was five six seven eight nine ten i was like wow ten ten people actually did this this is amazing and then it really caught on fire and people were just throwing these things in here left and right so yeah the coolest part is that they're all blog posts it's not like this was uh mm. how many people re reboosted it or whatever like or starred it they literally went to their own owned websites, fired up a new post, put a bunch of crap on there about apps, and then hit publish, and then shared it out to everybody. It's wild. Yeah. The only problem is now I know how Dave Weiner feels. You just think about the game of telephone. It's like, no, it was our idea first. I created podcasting. I created Duel of the Defaults. <laughs> Poor Dave. <laughs> It's been two weeks for me and already I'm getting fired up. This guy's been living with the experience for decades. <laughs> but oh, sorry, Dave. fantastic evidence of how this kind of community interacts. Very humbling. And look, I feel bad. I haven't been able to keep up, but I love the fact that, and I want to thank listeners for putting the effort in and writing blog posts like Jason said, because yeah, we have our audio, we have this show, but the discussion between everyone ends up happening out there mm. and the fact that people can be bothered to share their own views or experiences or what they like to use. So yeah, can't keep up, but I love it. The main question I have now for both of you is with all this sort of extra attention that's been thrust upon our little show that we've been, you know, dutifully doing for the last two or three years, all of a sudden, do you feel like you have a little more performance anxiety? Oh, this, this, that was the last show. We're actually not going to publish this one. This is just for fun. We're not, yeah, that's oh, it. People might actually be listening. Oh my goodness. What are we going to do? If anybody did, I just want to say, if anybody really did like that, uh, that sort of game show approach, jewel of the defaults though, I really encourage you to go back through the back catalog. Look for that one. It was quite early on. I don't have the episode number to hand, but it was when we did our performance reviews. And I think if you like Jewel oh, the yeah. Defaults, I think the performance review episode would be a similar one that you may enjoy. Wow, that's got to be a while ago. Yeah, we're probably due for another one. And also, evidently, it was a really reliable, you know, stringent process because there were no consequences and all three of us are still here. <laughs> We've all oh, got yeah. strikes on our permanent record, though. <laughs> well, you two do. 
OnePrimePlus.com, the best domain name on the internet. <laughs> it's pretty good. We have a couple of new members. Yes, we do. We have new members. Welcome to OnePrimePlus.com, where you get such fun things as creative stickers to stick on your things. You get bonus episodes. You get newsletters from one of us. Guess which one it is. It's not me and it's not Andrew. It it used to be all of us. (gasps) Who could it be? But now, what is it? What do we call it now? Because it's not hemispheric news. Hemispheric news. (laughs) Yeah. I very reluctantly adopted that title. (laughs) So huge thank you to Matthew R. And John N. Both of which are fully registered they get all the benefits, all the back catalog, all the goodies. You have received an email requesting your home address for a good reason to receive stickers if you want. If you don't, no big deal. Don't worry about it. But that is something available to you. I always try to say something a little nice about our new One Prime Plus members. Do you? Yeah, I, I, I try to make it a little bit special for them, their, their particular episode. And I just want to shout out... Both these new One Prime Plus members, I'm very appreciative of their first names because they could have gone in two different directions. So maybe I shouldn't be thanking them. I should be thanking their parents. But I just want to make it known. So first of all, Matthew R. Okay, Matthew. Sometimes Matthew is spelt with one T and clearly that is incorrect. But this Matthew has two Ts as it should be. So Matthew, two Ts, R. Well done. Welcome to the show. Thank you. OnePrimePlus.com. Is it going to be super... How, like, what level of awkward is it going to be when we find out that his name is 1T and the, in the notes it was just autocorrected to 2? You know where to send complaints to? NBL Pocket Podcast. <laughs> Entirely changed my story and say, no, I, I was what I was saying was 1T is the true one, way. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Secondly... You can, rec- you can record both and then yeah, just, we'll just choose your own adventure. <laughs> Dynamic ad Matthew, insertion. skip to the next chapter if you have one T or the chapter after that if you have two Ts. It's like so, the choose your own go. adventure sort of approach. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Secondly, John N. Now, John, some Johns are J-O-N. Me, personally, I believe the only correct way to spell John is J-O-H-N. So, J-O-H-N-N, congratulations and thank you, OnePrimePlus.com. There you go. Are you sure you didn't make a mistake, Andrew, and it's actually John with two Ns? Oh, John, 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 like maybe that's not the initial of his surname. That's another good segue into the fact that we have a contest running by another John, Johnny dot decimal. So episode 96 going way back, way back to 96 archives in the vault. Uh, We talked to Mr. Johnny decimal. And we have a giveaway for one of his uh, workbooks, which is an excellent workbook. And if you look at episode 97A, it has all the details of what you need to do to enter said contest to win this wonderful workbook. Of which, oh, wow. Oh, if you had video, oh, folks, boy. you would be seeing. I got the office printer fired up. <laughs> Printed myself a little booklet. Little wow. A4 folded deal. Is that saddle stitched? It's not bound or stapled or anything. No, I didn't. No, I couldn't loose. Couldn't just. I thought the printer would do that, and it didn't. <laughs> so I just folded it manually. But listen to that. 
pet foley work that's incredible you would it's almost like you wouldn't know you had a, a notebook almost that's great if you want that in your life mm. you know what to do enter the contest yeah it's again episode 97a has all the details for how to enter i think in there we said uh november 15th was the deadline we're extending that we're opening it up get a few more people in there if anybody wants to get on board with this contest so check out 97a do what it says to do in there and submit your entries to win your copy of the johnny decimal workbook thanks johnny and tying johnny back into one prime plus People might have heard this already, but people who haven't signed up yet, if you do sign up, the most recent mini bonus episode is a little bit of that Johnny Decimal installment where he said something maybe a little controversial about a way that you organize files that didn't make it into the regular recording. So sign up for One Prime Plus, you'll get to hear that, and you'll get to read me carrying on and being kind of over the top essay style in the newsletter. I don't even know if you guys have read that yet, so you might be very regretful about it going out. But um, yeah, good luck with that. One Prime Plus, it's in the long game. It is. A long national nightmare has come to an end. Oh, which one is that? (laughs) There's so many these days. (laughs) Could you be more specific? Well, this is the one that stopped the nation, okay? The one that everybody was interested in and was fearful of it. Mm -hmm. My iPhone shipping saga... The excitement of buying a brand new iPhone 15 Pro Mm. sort of tarnished somewhat when the first one went missing thanks to Star Trek shipping and then back and forth with Apple while they sort of, they thought they had a, another one on the way, then they weren't sure. And then I had, then I had Star Trek phone me directly and ask if they ever, if I ever did receive that phone. The good news is one day after the promised shipping date of the replacement iPhone, it actually arrived hooray at the end of the day right at the end of the day of the the following day when it was one day late and it had a giant green sticker on it that said re-deliver and the postman came to the door and i met him at the door and he looked at me and he said oh you've been waiting a while for this one haven't you <laughs> and he said i bet you're excited did aren't you tell you? him i've been waiting as long as a piece of string <laughs> And then he said, "Yeah, I had to. I've been. I had to go out, and then I had to go back to the depot to get this to bring it to you." So, Star Trek, I think, kind of almost probably did stuff up once again, but this time not quite enough that I didn't get it. So, and as a bonus, he tried to make you feel bad about it. Oh yeah, of course, of course. So, like, seriously, Apple rethink your contract with star trek this is a disaster but the good news is look what i've got i have an iphone 15 pro in natural titanium oh man and that's cool the cool thing about it i I was moving from a 13 mini okay and yeah tell us tell us all the the hot features of the iphone 15 pro i don't know if anybody has yeah it's got it's got an action button not sure if you heard about that and a dynamic island And more cameras. So as much as I might, people might think, oh, you're such an Apple fanboy nerd because you're on this Apple tech-adjacent kind of podcast. It's true. This 15 Pro is the very first Pro iPhone I have ever owned. Ever. Ever. Wow. Do you feel professional now? 
Yeah, the, the closest I probably got to being a professional before was like the iPhone 8 Max Plus. The Plus. I think that was like the very first Ma- Plus. Yeah, that was like the Plus. very first big boy. And I got that for a short period of time. But I've never had a proper pro phone. So I'm not like one of those people who goes out and spends money every year upgrading my phone and, you know, just getting the biggest, best one possible. I'm too financially cautious to do that. So I'm really excited. And to go from a 13 mini to this thing is pretty incredible. But... Looks like a mini in your hands. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Looks so small. In a weird way, not having had to send the mini back for the trade-in, which was the whole other disaster that happened... And then not having an iPhone at all for an intermediate period and having to go to an iPhone SE second generation. So I was back on living the SE lifestyle for three weeks while this thing turned up. So I've gone directly from an SE 2 to a 15 Pro. And let me tell you, that's an upgrade in life experience. (laughs) So in a roundabout way, it makes me appreciate it all that much more. I haven't got enough nice things to say about this. I don't know what people are talking about the heat. It got hot for the first couple of days while it was doing all its indexing and all that. After that, it's been fine. That was overblown. But the best thing about this. Look how small it looks. I'm carrying it caseless. (laughs) I've gone caseless. Yeah, that's surprising. You've never done that either. Is that a first for you? It is a first for me. And I've established very clear business rules. <laughs> like I've always had business rules about my f- operation of my phone, but this one is no- Business rules about how you visit the toilet, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it must always be- He's got be a tr- checklist. He, he, he has an actual checklist that he goes through each time. Stool soft. Sorry, continue. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, for, that's for the new journal app. There's a chart for that, you know. <laughs> what you want, you want you want stool type four. That's what you want on a, on the scale of I've one. I've seen to the seven. chart. Yeah, that's a good yeah, area. Yeah, can, we, is... can we go back to the back to the phone? Maybe would be. <laughs> oh, okay. Awesome. All right. <laughs> okay. No, it's really so. The business rules are that you must always have it in your left pocket, left hip pocket, sort of thing. No. Whoa. Whoa. No, that's incorrect. Other podcasts have covered that before. It's the right it's pocket. The right pocket. It must be screen down, screen on your thigh, facing down, and whenever you. Pick it up. You need to be cautiously aware of how you hold it. You can't be swinging it around crazily because you'll smash it into something. <laughs> and then when you place it, you place it gently on the surface. Screen up. Screen up. Always screen up. Right. Because you never know what thing might be on that table that could just smash into your glass screen and scratch it. Always screen up. Placed carefully. Not tossed. The only time you can toss your phone is when you are tossing it onto your bed. So you're an occasional tosser. Occasional tosser <laughs> on the bed. Yeah. Right. But have you ever done that thing where you toss it on the bed and then it bounces off the bed onto the floor? Well, this is where you need to be careful with <sighs> your tossing. You need to toss it gently and you need to ensure your accuracy and aim. I'm an aggressive tosser. Don't overthrow. Okay. I prefer not to toss. I'd rather place. If you haven't overtossed, have you ever really tossed? That's the question. Look, it's your phone. I wouldn't do it. I, these are these are phone business rules. Okay. Now, there's obviously one question that how in Christ you've not gone over this already is beyond me. Mm. I want to see if it's the same question that I want to ask. So yeah. you go ahead, Jason. I'll yeah. So here we are. I don't know. Order date plus 90 days, mm-hmm. however long it's been. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
the only thing that really matters is just how much is this iPhone 15 Pro natural titanium costing you per <laughs> <Yes>. week? It's <laughs> exactly what I wanted to know. It's funny you should ask that. And from the order date or the date of arrival, because that's a huge gap. When are we recording from? It's a great question, Jason. I'm so glad Don't you asked. Don't care. Moving on. So, next topic. <coughs> no, people care. People care. You cannot open that can of worms and not... Okay, so... Oh, I would... I would never open don't, that spreadsheet and leave let the worms out. Go don't ahead. take this joy away from me. So I would I'll never. Give, I'll Writing give the timestamp to edit out as we speak. Can we guess? Actually, since everybody loves game shows now, maybe we can yeah, guess. Sure. And whoever's closest without going over uh, wins. Okay. Something. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. So how much is All it costing? Right. That t- I um, won't tell you any of the details of my recording system yet. So you can each just have a punt. How much is this iPhone 15 Pro costing me per week? In Australian dollars. In Australian, yep. Okay. 26.80 per week. Okay. Shot in the dark because I still don't understand what this means at all. Okay. Okay, Mark. I'm going to guess $39.45. That's dollary dues. <laughs> okay, well, that's interesting. Interesting observation. I should have wrote down what I said. I'll have to... Re- Listen back. Okay, it's it's twenty six eighty. Okay, so the mathematics jewel of the dollar dues. So I recorded the start date as being the date of acquisition. So the date it comes into my possession. That's when the date of acquisition. Okay. Okay. It is. But you paid for it back in the day, right? Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Did it not charge until you got it? No, they charge. No, they've had my money for a month or two. So I'm being kind to Apple here and unkind to myself in a way. Yeah. Okay. Um, they've had they've had good use of my money. They put that on the short term money market, and they probably turned it into hundreds of thousands of dollars. Another trillion, probably. <laughs> Thanks, Apple. So the co- the phone iPhone 15 Pro currently costing me per week one thousand eight hundred and one dollars and sixty three cents per week. Right, because you haven't had it for long. I was like, how how far does this go? I had no idea. So correct. That's a lot. Correct. However, there is a silver lining in all of that. It's depressing. None of this still makes any sense. So I just want to give, I want to give the final update on the iPhone 13 mini. Okay. As we send it to the graveyard. Okay. So it lasts Uh, eight, eight dollars 60 a week. Okay. Eight dollars 60, Martin. Six dollars 35. Okay. I think I like the way you're both thinking, but I don't think you factored in the resale. I'm not. I'm just choosing a number. No, you've got to factor in the resale value. So I paid money for it. I purchased the phone. And it's, then it calculates based on that purchase price. But because I did a trade-in, Apple gave me 500 bucks back for it. So that means my real cost of ownership comes down because you apply that $500 back to the original purchase price. So sure. the iPhone 13 mini came in at $2.76 a week. That's all it cost me. So to own an iPhone 13 mini for 108 weeks and five days... It cost me $2.76 a week. I reckon that's a bargain. And I encourage people, therefore, to buy an iPhone just based on those mathematics. Sure, I'm paying $1,800 a week now. But if I stay patient, stay locked in. Now, I'm not going to get it down to $2.76 because it's a more expensive phone. But I'm thinking this phone might ultimately just cost me around about $5 a week if I maintain it, look after it, keep good care of it. And then if I trade it in at the end, it's a bargain. So as we know data are useless unless you actually infer 
something from that information, right? You should learn from it or develop a story. Sure. As we've learned with your knowledge management, you don't know where to find the stuff that you keep. And now you've actually made a poor business decision in something that costs more. So my question to you is why should we trust you? You got to spend money to make money, Martin. That's a rule of business. How are you making money on the phone? Taking better photos, um, building my (laughs) online presence. My Instagram brand is just blowing up. That's true. (laughs) Is it still called Instagram? Do they? Oh, no, that one's still the same. Never mind. (laughs) It's a good phone. Look, I'm happy. I'm happy. Good on you. I'm glad you're having fun and making it financial. Next week, it'll only be $900 a week. We'll keep you informed. Don't worry. This spreadsheet comes up on a regular basis. Yeah. Sure does. Oh, we we know. My iMac. My uh, iMac. It's still costing me $15 a week. Jeez. Quick, oh. Jason, please rescue us. What's next? Oh, God. Moving on. Um, <laughs> what's next? Um, how many people have visited your website recently at canyon.blog slash save? Do you actually have it set up for that? <laughs> Please say you do. <laughs> Stalling for time. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Wow. Nine. Like ever or today? No, that's uh, in the last, I don't know. How do I know? <laughs> we were a tight 35 and now. I think that's nine. Martin, since... wh- Martin, while we're waiting, what kind of share tea do you have today? It might be the same as the last time you asked me. I can't remember if oh, it, okay. it is, but Man- it's a frozen mango? mango passion fruit with lychee sounds- popping pills. Yeah. Love yeah. lychee. Okay. Okay. So, um, so Andrew, yeah, back to n- you. Nine since I installed the, the methodology by which to track said information. And how, how would you do such a thing? Well, the, the uninformed person would say, oh, I bet you use Google thingamabob. What's it called? That is, Yeah. I hear, I hear people saying that right now. Yeah. Or maybe the, the slightly wiser person would say, oh, you probably use plausible. Hmm. No, I use neither of those things. I use Tinylytics. Oh. Tinylytics.app. I love it. It's fun. It's tiny. <laughs> it's lytical. What's not to love? <laughs> it's, it, it does what it says. That is absolutely true. <laughs> so, yeah, I can tell you, nine views at canyon.blog slash save. Let's see if we can push that up, folks. It's uh, for your benefit as much as mine. <laughs> I guess in a roundabout way, that is true. Over the last 30 days, I can tell you that my blog in general has it at 846 views. Wow. Which makes me feel quite quite good, actually. Jewel of the defaults. The most popular post. <laughs> That's not surprising. 357 views. Turns out people were really into that. That, that was quite the... Really should have uh, invested better in that 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 writing effort. <laughs> if that's 357. But yeah, Tinylytics. Without Tinylytics, I would have zero idea of how many people had looked at my stuff. And that is the true. great thing about it is it's not creepy. It's not a service like Google where it's sort of getting every last bit of data so that we can advertise back to you and... It's just, it's just giving me an insight. It's like, oh, what's popular? What isn't? What do people like? What don't they? And I, it's just interesting. So if you like interesting stuff and interesting facts and you like some charts and you like to help an indie developer, Vincent, then Tinylytics is the way to go. This is not an ad. 
It's not even an ad. No, it is not an ad. Sounds um, like an ad read, doesn't it? But it's not an ad read. It's not. No. For, for, fortunately for him, no, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned plausible, mm. which is something that I was using previously. I don't really, I don't care at all, actually, about analytics to my website. I use it in a different way. Um, Tiny analytics now I'm using as well because it's just, it's just easier and it, it actually gives me less stuff, which is kind of the goal. Mm. But you touched on it a little bit. I don't care about who's looking at it, why they're looking at it, what they're looking at it from. I use it specifically so I can see if something happens to be popular for some reason, if I need to go update that thing. Because mm. updating old blog posts, like that's a full-time job to try to go back and remember, oh, well, this now it's different than that. I better update it because there's a new method to do whatever. So I've, I love the analytics stuff because I can see, okay, somebody went to see how I did, I don't know, something with like Plex or something, let's say. And then I can go look at that and say, oh, that is woefully out of date. And most of that stuff is no longer true or it's changed how you do it. So I just like it as an indicator to be able to go keep the stuff fresh that somebody may be looking for. And I, I, Tiny Linux is a great way to do that. It also has a cool little, um, what is it called? Is it uh, kudos, I think? Yeah, kudos. Where you can put like a little emoji thing on a page and people can, you know, give it a little kudos thing if that's your if that's your deal. If you want to have little per post plus ones, if you will. Yeah, it's like a thumbs um, up or yeah, a like or a love. It's just a really good little analytics thingy that's really, you know, doesn't use a lot of resources and just gives you some, some insight. So if you're looking for something like that, yeah, I'd, I'd say check it out. It's a, it's a fun little way to do it. And I'll quickly chime and agree with both of you because I haven't spent a lot of time with it, but I added it to see the analytics for my feldphoto.com like newer photo blog that I mentioned recently, <laughs> not because it's the most popular site on the web where I particularly care how many hits the pages get like what you two said but i was purely curious to see how would a photo centric blog actually perform given that most things are on social media like instagram or glass or pixel fed or you know name any other kind of or Flickr, for example so i was just curious and i love the fact that it's not a mess like google mm. analytics that thing is not enjoyable to use this thing's like oh that's cool nifty numbers thank you move on so well done to Vincent Ritter for making that. Yeah, I, t- I don't feel like I don't feel like it's trying to. It's not encouraging you to SEO the crap out of no, your site. It's just checking things out. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's human, but it's human, and that's what we like. You both are. I don't have to tell you about awesome internet speeds. You you both <laughs> are well versed in that area already. Um, you have no idea blitzing it down here. Here, you know we. We, we don't have as good of internet as you all do. <laughs> so I have, you know, well, you both know I already, I have symmetric gigabit fiber to, to the home right now. Just, just one, just one gigabit. That's it though. Not just, just one, uh, both ways up and down. NBN Co. Tune in right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy in Portland. He has one gigabit both ways. Symmetric. Yeah. Symmetric. Yeah. Not asymmetric. Symmetric. No, no, not asymmetric. Symmetric. We, yeah, we said, we the, the did, I think one. I think they read it wrong when they were when they were rolling things out. They they were like asymmetric. That's the good one, right? 
And so they just like that. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, but well, what the hell? Let's yeah, give yeah. them gigabit down and 20 bytes up. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I've, I love our internet service. It's been phenomenal. Um, every time they said they were going to raise the price, they never did. So it's been the same price for three years now. That's great. So what else could I possibly need? Well, I happen to find out that there is going to be a new offering in my area. And I thought, Ooh, is this going to be like the 2.5 gigabit? Cause I've, I've heard about that. That sounds pretty cool. 2.5. Well, no, sadly it's not 2.5. Mm-hmm. It is eight gigabit fiber symmetric to the home, to your home. What do you even do with that? Like, what? That's <laughs> phenomenal. I, I, do you know the infrastructure <laughs> upgrades that are going to have to happen in our home for that? I'm going to have to run 10 gig <laughs> everywhere in the house now. Why do you need, like, one, <laughs> one gigabyte blows my mind. I don't know how you would saturate that. What are you doing with eight? I have no idea. I don't know what you'd do with it. And I've seen some folks on the YouTubes talk about it, which I think is really funny because every example they're, like, using devices that are, like, probably still gigabit (laughs) so that's not super helpful but um yeah i don't know what you do with eight because 2.5 i don't think you probably really need that either but i could see that being upsold as like oh it's twice as fast and you're like oh okay i probably want that but like eight gig no one's home has ethernet that will support that so the only thing they can do is wireless. I assume they're just getting like whatever modem comes with it and then they just do wireless only. But even then, like you have eight gigabit to go to wireless. Like it's not like you're getting the full eight gig anyway. So I yeah, I don't I don't really understand who this is for. I mean, it's for me, obviously. Let's just be clear. <laughs> but I don't really understand like who else it's for. Uh, it seems like a weird thing to have. So I don't know. It does seem really weird. It's a bit like, um, this is my little bugbear, just segueing a little bit. Mm. The sort of the, the reviews of the new iMac and that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's, it's not for, you couldn't get real work done on an iMac. It's only got an M3 and it's only <laughs> got, the, you can't get real work done. I'm like, yeah. these people are full of it. Like I was getting real work done on a 166 megahertz Intel, like, 20 years ago you can you're still using work. that same 166 uh intel aren't you with skype it would work beautifully <laughs> push the turbo button and overclock it um oh what i'd give for a turbo but yeah button. It just, it's driving me crazy the way these people are now like oh oh m3 what a, what a disappointment they're only putting that in the eye like it's so poor who would ever want that maybe you could just get some reception work done <laughs> It's like, get out of town, you stupid, entitled reviewer. Like, you do not know what you're talking about. And I use Final Cut Pro for work every day on my M1. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. And it's fine. It's great. It's just these real work. That's why Mac sales are not great, right? I mean, people would keep Mm. Intel Macs for like eight years. I know. And now you have a machine that will actually probably last eight years. So they're going to keep them for like 10 these chips are, they're, they're literally too good. Like, that's where we're at. 
Most people's real work is not sitting and recording a YouTube video. You know, like that is not real work, but like you need to get out there in the real world and start to experience how people use computers, okay? Because real work is usually pretty computationally unintensive. Like just calm your farm on the anger towards the, like the, the pace of technological improvement. It's just driving. I agree. Calm the farm. Calm the farm. So just as eight gigabytes is more than you need, an M3 normal is more than you ever need. Vast majority. Just like the vast majority don't need eight gigabytes, gigabits. But I do. You do. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. yeah, Just want to make sure. No, you do. Are you going to install another power pole out the front in case (laughs) someone crashes into it again? Because you wouldn't want to lose that. I can't. I, I have to assume that it's eight times as strong. So hopefully when the truck runs into it, it'll be like Roadrunner and it'll just like throw them back like a big slingshot. <laughs> that's, the, that's the hope. Is your internet provider Acme? <laughs> Will the cable be eight times as fat? <laughs> yeah. It's just eight of the cables I have now. <laughs> and then they just sort of glue them together at the end. Yeah. Dun 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 d